The presenting sponsor for On Education is Classcraft. You won't believe what Classcraft has in store for you at ISTE 2019. Stop by the Classcraft booth and complete the new AR experience to be entered in a drawing for a Nintendo Switch. Do you want twice the chance to win? Simply put us, On Education, as your referring friend on the form. To learn more about Classcraft, visit classcraft.com slash oneducation. If I have really painful menstrual cycles, are you going to say that too? (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends, we are here with Mandy Fralick. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, So there might be... I don't know who wouldn't know who you are, but we'll we'll cover that base anyways. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you're from, the, the Mandy Fralick 101. All right. Um, well, I am. I recently uh, actually resigned my position as Director of Innovation and Technology. So um, I'm in this really interesting space where I don't know who I am wow. <laughs> or what I'm doing. That's incredible. It's, it's, it's been interesting. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. And um, <laughs> so right now I am just basically consulting and awesome. and just trying to figure that out, honestly. Listen, so. there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I was just in Austin with Carl Hooker and he's mm-hmm. he just left ex- the exact same situation. It's an opportunity. Right, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm so blessed to be able to do that, you know, yes. to, to take the time knowing that I have some things coming up that you know, financially will support the family and everything. I mean, yeah. that's not always the case with everyone. So yeah. I definitely feel fortunate to be able to do that. It's also courageous too. A lot of people just stick out whatever they're actually doing, especially I think in education where we see our pensions or whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. you're like, yep. I have to just grind this out. Even though you you may have lost either A, your passion or B, the environment that you're working in is really toxic mm-hmm. and it's really taking a toll. As you talk about like mental illness in, in your books, mm-hmm. it could take a toll on you. And so it takes courage to be like, I need to step away from this and and for myself and, and for this situation and then and go do something where I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm being viewed for my passion and my interests and my, you know, what I'm actually good at in a different light. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm excited to take some time kind of to, I don't know, regroup maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think no matter when you, no matter when you leave or why you leave a position, you know, good, bad, doesn't matter. You almost need that time to, to just reflect on what's happened, on where you came from, you know, and, and I did realize kind of in the last week of school, how much I was going to miss a lot of the people that I worked with. I loved, absolutely loved most of the um, people who worked in my technology department were women and we all worked together very, very well. And uh, so I'm going to miss the ladies I work with, uh, you know, and uh, my network administrator uh, was fantastic as well. I'm going to miss him. And so there's just started looking at some of the teachers I work with and they were coming and crying and hugging me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I was so focused on the leaving part. Yes. And why am I doing that? And is Mm -hmm. it a good decision that I missed all the people that, that, you know, made me feel like that was my calling, you know? So now I'm kind of trying to take some time to go through that and, and figure that out for myself as well. For sure. For sure. So about this event, uh, USM Spark, first time that Mike and I have been here, what are you actually 
doing here at the event to tell us about maybe, you know, kind of some of your sessions that you're presenting. Yeah, sure. Um, so USM Spark never disappoints. Like it is mm. just, is such a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal conference and everything from the kids greeting you when you come in yeah, yeah. and that is so much fun. It's, it is so great. awesome. And they're so polite and kind and welcome here and, and the school Helpful. is insane. Beautiful school. Um, for anybody listening to this, it's known as the Hogwarts of Milwaukee. <laughs> it's it's just uh, even in their cafeteria, they have like the red, blue, green, and yes. and what am I missing? Red, blue, green, yellow, uh, yellow, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, kind of like the you know the, the like houses, the houses. And stuff. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So you got Gryffindor, but it's oh. not called Gryffindor. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just fantastic school. But for me, what I'm doing here is I'm featured speaker this year, which I'm so, so proud to be uh, be that for Chuck and his, his group. And so I did a, a mental health um, kind of awareness, talking about it type session this morning. And it's called The Show Must Go On. It's my favorite session I do. It's often very heavy, but I think that I try to give people enough, um, you know, try to give them more courage to talk about things and opportunity to actually say words like mental health, which people don't normally like to say. Yeah. Um, and, and show some vulnerability, hoping that other people will. And then some answers to things that they can do to help both themselves and other people. So that's kind of one session. Um, I do, I did my divergent EDU session today, uh, which is a lot of fun based on the book, obviously. So, um, and then tomorrow, I have a session on uh, creating a professional blog, uh, blog Very portfolio. Cool. So I have nice. that. Technology for promoting personalization and learning. I have that tomorrow as well. And also, oh, uh, developing core beliefs. So I have those three sessions that's, tomorrow. So. That's a wide variety of Yeah, of You're all over the place. Yeah, definitely all over the place, yes. for sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of topics to, you know, usually we become masters of our little tiny areas. And so that's a, that's an awesome spread of, uh, of knowledge. The mental health one though, mm -hmm. I think we just don't talk about that enough. It's such, it carries such a huge stigma, even though we say it all the time, we need to provide mental health. We need to do this. It's still so difficult for our educators to number one, feel like they can be vulnerable enough to admit something, you know, yeah. that where they mm -hmm. need help. Uh, number two, to seek out that help and actually, you know, work through whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, talk about a profession that really, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on, on teachers, a lot of stressors. Yes. And a, a profession where mental health should be a part of our, of our everyday, you know, the way that we function. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think that it's something that for so long we haven't talked about because out of all the other professions, like we talk about it in the cases of, like police officers because they deal with shootings and mm -hmm. they deal with yes. things that are like that. And, and we talk about it with, um, you know, just various other professions, but we don't talk about it with educators because we work with kids and nobody ever wants to think that educators are quote unquote weird yeah, or true. different unstable or weak. unstable. Right. Exactly. Like yep. we want people, but we're supposed to be the toughest people in the room, 100%. right? Maybe yep. not the smartest, but the toughest. Yep. And, um, and so we ignore that because we don't want parents who don't understand or administrators who don't understand to think that there's something wrong with us and we can't do our jobs. And um, so I think that it's, it's so important to talk about. Um, it's difficult to talk about, but it definitely needs to be done. Uh, I, 
um, I haven't recently, but I, about a year ago, I was seeing a counselor and, and trying to deal with my depression and anxiety. And she told me that if you went into a mall and everybody who was wearing, or everybody who had anxiety was wearing a yellow shirt and everyone who had depression was wearing a red shirt and everyone who didn't have either of those was wearing white. She goes, you would see almost no white shirts. Wow. She's like, it's, it's so, both of them are so prevalent nowadays, um, that, just in general society, there's going to be almost no white shirts, you know? And, um, so, you know, it's really important to talk about with our kids as well. I mean, my, my own son developed anxiety once he got to college, um, high performer in high school, got to college and sometimes you got to study. Yes. You never learned how to do that. You know, that coupled with a couple concussions in, in, football and he developed he developed wow. actually specifically a test anxiety which he had never had before yes um, and had to go through dealing with that my younger daughter when um, she was 11 she told us she wanted to commit suicide to, like uh, I deal with my own depression anxiety I should have been the one to see that I never saw it coming never saw it ever and and so you know there's it's so prevalent all over the place that it has to be a discussion that we have. Yes. Yet it's so scary for people that they don't want to do it. Yes. I mean, that's the, like you just said, Mike, too. I mean, we're just talking about it. there is a stigma there. And we we may be talking about it more now than ever, but mm-hmm. I still think it's something that people just say quietly or they're like, I'm not, I, or they're ashamed. Yep. You know, they're, they're like, I, I can't talk about this, you know, in public, yeah, whatever it might be. For sure. Um, and we need to just bring that out and be like, like you just said, the majority of us are, have these things that are going on and we need to do something about them. We can't just be uh, trying to power through it. And yeah. a lot right. of times yeah. I think mm-hmm. there's a, there's, a, I see this unfortunately too often as we talk about it too, about edge Twitter, where teachers as superheroes or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. or as heroes in general, it's like, we're people mm-hmm. yeah. and we have faults and we have yes. uh, some mental illnesses. We have things that everybody else have. We're mm-hmm. not superheroes mm-hmm. and we, and we need to take care of ourselves yeah. both physically, but also in this case, mentally, my goodness, it's, I, I think it's such a huge, huge, huge issue. I've just, I've just started to talk about um, like, it's, it's awesome when you have friends and a close network of people that you can, share things. I've just started to talk with like Glenn and, and a couple other people. I suffer from a pretty serious case of imposter syndrome. If you know yeah, what that yeah. is, mm-hmm. like yep. really debilitating for mm-hmm. me in some cases. And like some people wonder why I don't like I had Steve Isaac just the other day on Twitter asked me, do you sleep? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, but it's because I'm working my ass off because mm-hmm. I feel like if I don't, everything is going to fall apart. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I joke about it and it's a little like, there's like defense mechanisms. Yeah, for it. absolutely. But I have a legit case of imposter syndrome where I feel like if I if I have to work, I have to get only like four hours sleep, and I wake up at five in the morning and start working on things for the podcast or my job or whatever, because if I don't, everything is just gonna it's gonna be over. Yep. Like next week. Yep. So, people, we need to talk about this, and yeah. this is actually probably the first time I've even said it on on like in front of people. There are a small a small group of people that know. But it's like I'm getting four hours of sleep a night. So, I mean, I know that's not healthy, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But, you know, you, you got to start talking about it or you're not going to even figure out how to, like, solve yeah. it or fix it or exactly. deal with it or manage it. Yeah, well, I think that it's a uh, – so 
we, we look at mental, any kind of mental health issue as an emotion and emotions are very abstract to people. And you know, you don't like emotions. You feel like you should be able to control. Yeah. And we tell kids all the time, you need to be able to control your anger. You need to be able to mm. control this. You need mm-hmm. to be able to control that. Right. Like, so we're telling kids this all the time, but in reality, mental health issues, it's biological. Like there's something going on in your brain, yeah. you know, physiological, like something going on in your brain that's not exactly working correctly. And, and sometimes the, you know, the analogy I give is like, if my, if my arm isn't working, okay. And, and it's, it's not working and I can't get it to work and I'm trying to do things. My arm's not working. I'm starting to get frustrated with myself. Like what is wrong with me that my arm's not actually working? Like this shouldn't be this hard. My arm should work. Right. Yes. But if I go, if I know my arm is broken, I go to the doctor, I get a cast. I understand that it's going to last a certain period of time and then I'll be able to move on with their, you know, physical therapy or whatever it is. Yeah. And eventually I'll be better. Yes. Um, and and so, but we look at, you know, we just look at the, the mental health issue as an emotion and we don't understand why we're not working. Yes. Um, but, you know, when it, like when I talked to my daughter, for example, and I said to her, uh, and, and luckily, although I didn't see it coming, I knew how to deal with it. And, sure. you know, I said to her, like, there's an imbalance in your brain and so many people have it. You know, and, and sometimes some people go to counseling and some people need medication and some people use meditation and there's lots of different things. So we need to figure out what it is for you that's that going works. to work. <laughs> exactly. Now, for me, medication doesn't work. For her, it has made all the difference. My. And so I don't care what it is. Let's let's start down the path of solutions. Right. Yep. Exactly. You just need to figure yeah. out what it is. And, and I think also, um, as far as just even regular self-care goes, we say, um, well, you know, you should use mindfulness. And then we don't ever really talk about what mindfulness is. And if we do, we say it's a meditation. And then, or we say, or do yoga. And yeah. I kind of joke and I'm like, look, I, I do can't. Do I look like a guy that would do yoga? I know. I, my body does not bend that way. There is no way. Like it hurts. I don't want to. There's nothing relaxing right. about yoga. I have yoga. no desire to no. do yoga. No. But meditation is anybody it can do that. Medication, yes. but sometimes it takes practice. Yes, it does. Sure. And there's it needs so to be many led. apps out there. Exactly, yep. yes. So many apps out there I can help you. Like, I'm still working on my meditation. I'm not good at it. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I don't like being attitude. inside my own head. I know. <laughs> it's a scary, Isn't it a scary, scary place? place? <laughs> yes. I, I, have <laughs> to I mean, take... not your head. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, all right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be weird if I could be in your head yes. and you would be in mine, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have to take 20 milligrams of melatonin just to fall asleep at night. That's excessive. Yeah, it's excessive. Lot. Yeah, I know it's excessive, yeah. but like I can't shut the hell down. Yeah, if right. If I don't, yes. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I wake up, the moment that I like, I've seen I'm it. talking. You've seen it. I know. I've seen it. Yeah. I, I'm up. I was up at five thirty this morning working. And, and he went to bed like at one midnight or one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one. So yeah. I'm if I'm falling asleep in the next thirty minutes, it's because I'm. <laughs> friggin tired but it's 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 part of this it's part of the and i get it i understand mm-hmm. what's going on with me and i so i'm working on it and i'm trying to figure out what the best way to work on it is for me right but i know like the reason why i take melatonin is because i can't shut my damn brain off mm-hmm. and it's all part of this imposter syndrome thing yeah like i get that whole the it's cyclical a- nature of it yeah for sure well like with your sleep sometimes some of the things that cause us mental health issues are actually things that we're just not 
getting enough of. So for example, uh, quite a few years ago, my depression was crazy bad and I couldn't figure out why. And I finally went into the doctor, they ran some blood tests and I was severely deficient in vitamin D. Well, it turns out that vitamin D can cause anxiety issues and depression as can um, actually being dehydrated. Dehydrated can also cause that. Um, I went into the doctor recently. Uh, One of the reasons that I'd actually looked at resigning was because I was having some health issues. My heart was all over the place, like my heart rate and stuff. My my ankles were swelling up like crazy. Clearly, it seemed like something with my heart. Went through all these tests. Turns out I have really bad sleep apnea. Sleep apnea causes weight gain, anxiety and depression, and heart issues. I have sleep apnea as well. Yeah. I have all of the things. (laughs) (laughs) You just... (laughs) The say, reason, if the I reason have really painful menstrual cycles, are you going to say that too? <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> you just took it to a new level. But the reason awesome. why I was giggling is because Mike says he has all of the things, as in like video games usually. So in this case, he said he has all of the things, as in physical elements. Every or sleep mental disorder elements. you can think yes, of. Yes, yeah, mental elements. Sign me up. <laughs> Mandy took it to a different level though, so... Can't, probably, hopefully, can't compare because uh, yeah. that would be disturbing. Just yes. saying, did yes, I win yes. on that one? Yes, yes, ding, I ding, think ding. you win. <laughs> yes, amazing. Uh, yeah. Mindy, tell us, tell us what's going on in your life. What are you up to? Uh, what's what's new and exciting? Um, well, I um, again on this just kind of adventure of figuring out what it is I'm going to do with my life. I am working on another uh, another book that yeah. is a follow up to the Fire Within. Uh, Currently, it's called Ignite the Flame, so we'll see if that's the where it ends up. But it's the same kind of idea as the fire within, where the fire within has teacher stories of, of adversity. And then I followed up with a second part on um, self-care and things like that. Mm. Ignite the Flames is going to focus on students, and so I've had students write stories of adversity. Um, they've reflected on, their, on, on what teachers could have done to support them during this time. Wow. And uh, then the second part will be about like resilience and... And some of those things. So um, I'm working on that. I'm actually going on a writer's retreat to um, Nashville in August with nice. a couple of friends of mine, Rochelle Poth and Tisha Richmond and Jamie Donnelly and um, Jen party. Cassatod. Oh, and, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. You're going to write. <laughs> like, no, that'll, that'll be some writing, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Hoping yeah. to kind of crank it out while we're there and. It'll be good. That's, that's awesome. So. That's fantastic. So yeah. when you put out that book, you'll have to come back on the show because we got to have you back on. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully not to talk about menstrual cycles. Oh, so I compare, compa- and stuff. Compa- comparing <laughs> notes and whatever with Mike. Oh, <laughs> well, we can talk, there's like male PMS, isn't yeah. there? Do you have that? Oh, baby. That? I, mean, I, am, oh, I am pretty grumpy. <laughs> I better look into that. Is there a task? I'm dying over here. That's awesome. <laughs> All oh right. M- Mandy, pray like everyone. Thank you. All right, Thanks thank so you. much. Thanks for listening to On Education. My name is Mike Washburn. My co-host is Glenn Irvin. Want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Glenn is at Irv Spanish on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Washburn. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. We're also on Instagram at oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or on the Google Play Store. 
When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost. This helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Classcraft, for supporting us. Check out classcraft.com slash oneducation to learn more about them. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome. See you soon.